Welcome to Betty Bites, a decidedly delicious, short and sweet mind snack for your brain to chew on. I've gone back into the Betty library and pulled out my favorite Betty sound bites, a recipe you might say. It's bits of wisdom, sprinkles of knowledge, and a dash of dry humor for you to do and be better. You know, when we look at the blue zones and we say, what are the secrets of these centenarians? You know, these, these regions of the world are, you know, they have little evidence of, of chronic disease. They have, they don't necessarily have access to sophisticated medical systems. And yet they have one of the things that all five of those, you know, Sardinia, uh, Okinawa, the Seventh-day Adventists, they all have really strong communities, you know, and I think we would, I would always say sort of jokingly that your networks, your social networks will reinforce your neural networks, you know? So I would, I would love if we can, and I want to get into the group uh, plans and I want to really dissect this framework that you've talked about in the community cure. I want to just for the healthcare practitioners that are listening, and even for those uh, that are not, and are looking for ways to affect change in their own lives. Let's talk about stats. Let's talk about what like loneliness. I know that there's no billing code for, we don't have a billing code right now for loneliness, but if you could, if you could go through some of the risk factors that we have um, for health in terms of data, like what is the data telling us in terms of how loneliness affects health and health outcomes? Yeah, so loneliness, there was, so there's, you know, you mentioned the blue zones. So the blue zones is not a fluke, right? There is data uh, that shows that, you know, that the degree to which a community, uh, a, a country or a, a community is integrated, the more integrated the community, the lower the mortality. So that was across a range of a range of countries. So obviously, when you have a super integrated community like they have in the blue zones, you, you definitely you would expect to find that mortality uh, would be lower and, and life would be longer. So, you know, it's not a fluke. Then you get into, you know, sort of what I was sharing a minute ago, which is the, the, the role that different lifestyle factors play in all cause mortality. So whether that's smoking, um, or alcohol or nutrition and, you know, social stress, which is isolation, loneliness, um, is a bigger driver of all cause mortality than, than those. And there's, there's science on that. And then even at the, at the cellular level, which is so you can go from the macro right down to the micro, you know, there's, there's scientists that are doing a new, uh, new area of research called human social genomics. And this has to be new really because the cost of genetic testing and sequencing has been so high that it had to come down to a certain reasonable level before you could retest people like again and again to see what's happening. But ultimately, even at the very, um, at the, at the deepest level, at the cellular level, uh, you see that social stress is, is driving, uh, inflammatory pathways. There was one stat that I have in the book, which is that if you're subject to a, targeted rejection, which is someone intending to break a social bond with you, like a divorce or you get fired from your job, your risk of depression goes up by 22 times or 21 wow. times. Wow. So, and that's targeted rejection. If it's just general rejection, like a whole division, 
you know, gets fired, then that's only a, a, a two-time risk of depression, but a 21-time risk of depression because it's targeted rejection. So, you know, those, those kind of stats were super interesting, but then you start looking at it across like different disease categories, you know, what is the best predictor of whether um, someone, a woman with epithelial cancer will survive, it's her social network, uh, it goes across all the chronic diseases. So the reason why these groups are so effective is because one, you're solving the biggest factor, you're solving loneliness. But more importantly, I think you're actually creating a structure where people can execute on the healthy behaviors, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, most of it is being that, you know, if you look at Okinawa, you know, is it that, or, you know, the Seventh-day Adventists, is it because they're not lonely or is it because the culture just determines that, like, let's say the Seventh-day Adventists, I mean, the Seventh-day Adventists are in Loma Linda, California. That's in the Los Angeles Bowl. That is, right. you know, that is not a, like a pristine environment like you might argue that, say, Nicoya in Costa Rica is. Right, right. These guys fast one day a week. They, you know, they have exercise built into it. In Okinawa, you know, standing up and down, you know, sitting and standing 25 times a day, you know, older people, that's unbelievably healthy. Uh, these are functional movements that, that can be used. So each one of these cultures, like in Sardinia, it's not everyone in Sardinia, it's these hill farmers that walk their sheep, you know, to the top of the hill and back and they're 95 years old. Mm-hmm. So like that's, you know, that there's some inbuilt structure where people are sort of getting healthy behaviors that's inbuilt to the culture and reinforced by the community. So, you know, ultimately what we're doing with the group visits is just doing that because, you know, one of the things that's been amazing to learn, and I learned this from Terry Walls, who I'm sure most of your community is is familiar with, she reversed her own MS, right? Incredible story. So she reverses her own MS. The number of people that want to see her goes through the roof, just like Cleveland Clinic. And so she has to start doing groups to keep up. And what does she find? And this is incredible. If you can get, if you can understand the implications of this, I think you really start to understand the, the reason why, the reason why the transformation of healthcare that we're about to undergo has to happen. So Terry Wall starts these groups, and bear in mind, these people are coming to do the Walls Protocol from Terry Walls, and yet in these groups. The people who have MS and have made progress in the groups themselves are more inspiring to the new people than Terry Walls herself. And Terry Walls reversed her chronic, you know, her her MS. So in that way, you start to see that like, you know, even health practitioners like yourself, you know, your patients, you walk the talk, right? You're healthy and you glow and you look amazing and I think the patients who have a, have a chronic illness are thinking to themselves in the background, you don't know what it's like to be me, right? You have no idea what it's like to have the situation that I'm in. And I'm glad that you're an expert, but you don't know. And ultimately, I think that's the solution that these groups provide that we have to build into the future of healthcare, where we have to be able to show people examples of people just like them who have the same exact set of circumstances and we're able to beat it because we're sort of moving from this era of the expert to this you know real value of like peer-to-peer yes. and i think that maybe we've been doing our patients a disservice 
by, in a certain way, by walking the talk. And that sounds crazy because forever, for the last 20 years, we'd be saying everyone's going to walk the talk. But that example just showed, showed me how powerful, you know, the, the value of other peers were in reversing chronic illness. And that's why Terry Wall said now that she's done it in a group, she'll never go back to one-on-one. Yeah. Because she recognizes like the, the, the hard thing about the Walls protocol is getting people to eat nine cups of vegetables a day. What would inspire someone to do that? And in, in a lot of cases, it's someone just like them who's showing progress and they can see and go, I want to be like that person. All right, Bettys, if you found that that little snippet wet your appetite and you are looking for more, you can go to our show notes for this episode. And in the show notes, we will have a link for you to click on and it will bring you to the full, robust, juicy conversation.